I was waiting for Jess. I was like, oh, wait, she always. Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to She Podcast, the podcast all about podcasting from the women's point of view. And usually Jess opens up the show, but this time it is going to be me and we have a jam packed episode that we have for you. We're going to be talking about many, many, many things, audiogram and audio social sharing for the most part, including maybe a couple of news from podcast apps and radio.com. But instead of just today with us, we have the amazing Jen Eads co-hosting with me today. Hello, Jen. Hey, thanks for having me. I know. Yay. So glad. Dude, you guys, she like stepped up at the last minute because Jess had a, a family, a family emergency of sorts, which she will talk about next week, I'm sure. But I was, we couldn't get Emily Prokoff, who is our um, extra limb. <laughs> Because <laughs> she had other things going on, too. So I was like, oh, my gosh, really late at night yesterday. I, like, posted inside of my E-League channel. Who can help me? Is anybody up for the task? And Jen Eads stepped up. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited to be here. I love being here. Yeah, it's so fun. And then, and so we got, um, Jen, we got a new way that I shared the show notes with you today, right? Oh, yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> so um, because we are in transition, we, we might talk about this in the tooltips a little bit from using Trello into something else. And Jen doesn't have access to that. And John's still getting used to it, to that. I thought, why don't we try to do just sharing from the notes app? So this is the notes app. That's a built in notes app inside of Mac OS. So you do everybody kind of I do believe that everybody needs to have a Mac for this. I have not tested it without somebody with a Mac. And so the notes app very easily shares notes. And all I had to do was add everybody's email address into there and you get a chance to see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, the thing I had to go in and go into my iCloud and sign in and then it had to give me the two author two thing authorization with the six numbers and then once mm -hmm. i did that it just appeared magically with everything charts and links and it's amazing <laughs> i know i i know i've what about you jen did, what, did you access it via icloud or was it your email or what happened because i had to send it to a couple of emails i ended up accessing it through the email link that you sent okay all right and then it just popped up yeah yeah, I just clicked That's on it amazing. and boom, there it was. That's really cool. So the reason I'm talking about this is obviously I think that this is podcasting related because if you have somebody who comes in and fills in and maybe doesn't have access to maybe the places you and your team have access to, but they're coming in and you want to give them all the things and make it super easy, or maybe you're starting a new show and you have a co-host that and you guys are both using Mac OS this is one of the simplest ways for you guys to get show notes together because it, it updates in real time. Um, John posted inside of there a link for what we're doing right now is Jen and John are in a room together over in appear.in, appear.in, which is a, 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 is it free, John, or did you upgrade? No, or? well, I do have the pro, but it is free right now. Uh, they have a free version. And I think you get a little, couple little, tchotchkes for the pro version which i like like i can record here which if I, if I wanted to but i really had never done it but i like supporting people that are doing good work and help podcasters so i i went with the pro but you could use you know you cheap podcasters you there's a free version right <laughs> you cheap podcasters <laughs> so appear.in is like a room where jen can show up and you could either choose audio or video. So you could do both. But for me, it doesn't really work again because of my bandwidth. And so usually John and Jess are in this room and now it's John and Jen and I am still being piped in via my cell phone so that they can hear me in the room. But uh, you can't really see me is what I get. Right. So but this notes thing has all kinds of things like I put my I put um, so all kinds of media in here and you can access it, right guys? Yeah. The charts, I, I didn't know that you could do the charts and the video and put that into the notes app. Yeah. And actually, you know what, those, those charts that you see below are actually images. 
So what I did is I took a picture and then I put them in there. So it does support for sure images. Um, and then the I put a video in there as well. And it shows up for everybody. And I just find this to be one of the easiest ways. Like I just got it in this because I work in notes almost all day, every day. That's what I use now to kind of wrangle my thoughts and my texts. And so if anybody wants to use something simple to get show notes together, this is possibly one of the best, the best things to do. So yay. Shall we get going with the show? Sure can. It's your show. (laughs) Okay. Why don't we start like, this is a great transition though, because we're talking about this here to our very first sponsor of the show. So we have a new sponsor for the month of June, for the entire month of June. It's wave.co. So it's W-A-V-V-E dot C-O. And they are a an app that creates kind of social audio and all of, you know, those little audiograms that you see everywhere. A lot of the time, a lot of podcasters really use these. So they really support podcasters in this way, but not only podcasters, radio people or anybody that has any kind of audio that they would like to visually make more beautiful. You can go into wave.co and create a free account so you can have the account be free for yourself. Um, You get a one minute video for any kind of audio that you have. Anytime that you want a little bit more longer, you can upgrade. And I think the next plan is, I believe it's $10 a month for 10 minutes um, for the next one. And then, it, and if you don't use the 10 minutes, it actually like does, what is that thing where it pro, not prorated. Rolls over. It rolls over. It roll. You can roll over up to 30 minutes. And um, they have all, like you can upload your own images. You can have it transcribed and you can have it as a square or a rectangle or a picture sort of like Instagram stories. And so I created a really quick one here. Um, and I want you guys to like visually describe, you know, this is actually something that I already just had inside of my computer. It's like a 17 second clip. But I want you to visually describe the little line that I don't even know what those are called. The little audio line thing. And for anybody who wants to see this, I'm going to add it to the She Podcast Super Squad. So all She Podcast Super Squatters, you can see what I created. But those of you who are listening, you can hear. How about you, Jen? How about you describe what the the image looks like? (laughs) So there's Elsie pointing to the word listen. (laughs) (laughs) Which immediately gets your attention. See, I thought she was doing the John Travolta staying alive. It kind of, you know, John, now that you say that, it does. It's definitely got the staying alive vibe. So Elsie's telling us to listen. And then there's the little play button in the middle of it. And then a little line that kind of tracks the progress. And I thought it was super cool. It's aggressive. The visual is aggressive it's like she's had enough of you she turns her back to you she points at listen i'm done talking listen and then at the bottom it says all right y'all it's okay (laughs) i don't know why like they captured that because yeah i didn't pick that it's just the transcription of what i said so the reason that i liked I picked this is because it's a circle. Like, you know, whenever you, you see the little sound waves, whenever you see one of these audiograms, usually it has those up and down sideways and they're more linear. And wave, they have this option to make circle sound waves. And so I chose a circle sound wave thingy. I assume that when you press the button, because I, I was so caught up with the progression circle that I added to this that I missed the other part. But what I assume is that it, it's kind of like a dotted circle. And when you press play, it makes it get little dots all over it and it looks animated. And then if you want to add a progression visual of sorts, they also have a circular one, which I placed in the middle. So that was a visual thing that I did, like a design thing that I did. You don't have to do that. They have different options and different colors. So I made sure that the colors matched and I uploaded the image myself and you can transcribe it and they have different fonts for the transcription. So it's really cool. So all of you guys who want to check out the visual for the She Podcast in the She Podcast Super Squad, that's where it's going to be. 
Sorry, folks. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to put this out because this was really just a test. I was just like, yo, here's some audio. I'll put it up there and do this. <laughs> Thank you so much, Wave, for uh, stepping up and supporting our show for the month of June. So you guys go sign up for your free account over at wave.co. W-A-V-V dot C-O. And now to some news. The news you can use. For the informed podcaster, podcasting news. Jen got a kick out of that. Oh, I did. did. It just makes <laughs> it makes my heart happy to hear that. <laughs> and it's just so fun to like have it come in. You know, it's like oh, it's, it is it's always here. It's like I'm living in she podcast land. <laughs> That's what we need. We all need. Could you imagine if our world was full of like, you know, audio clips like that? We could just be like, and now we're going to go make breakfast. Press the button. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like the segments of our life. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So in the news for this week, I actually am going to be a little biased, a little a little biased since I will be reporting on a new destination added for Libsyn. So that was like the big news as of the past week uh, for Libsyn, obviously the company that I work for and that I, I run the community over there. And so we released a partnership with Radio.com. And that is the way that you write that, everybody, is in all capital letters. So all capital radio dot com, all capitals, like screaming radio dot com. <laughs> and um, that's actually like one of the largest companies where you could listen to audio in the United States. And, and that's a key here because it's something that I feel possibly wasn't as clear as we could have been in announcing it. It is in a United States only program or it's only accessible in the United States. If you live outside of the United States, you can still submit your show to this destination if you are hosted on Libsyn, but more than likely you won't be able to kind of to check it out, you know, the way that you, you would other things. And it's super easy to do if you do have Libsyn already. All you have to do is go inside of your destinations area and then you add new and you could you'll see it right from there and it's essential from what i've heard i actually just saw a tweet we are recording on friday and i just saw a tweet come by that told me that it was almost instantaneous like it was like 4 minutes from when somebody went in added the destination put it in and then it was out <laughs> i was like oh my god that's crazy so radio.com and the other thing that you need to know about that is that it's app only so you can only see this in the radio.com app, not on the radio.com website. So those are two separate little things for you to know about. But just the other day, and I was, uh, we were coming home from in town, you know, coming home and we were listening to the radio and there was a radio.com commercial. Have you heard any of these? Oh, first of all, do you guys listen to the radio still? <laughs> Occasionally. Usually it's all podcasts. Occasionally. I have one radio station I listen to for local sports in my area, and I use the radio.com app. So I was really excited oh. to hear that they're going to start using podcasts. The thing for me right now is there's so, so many apps out there, podcast catching apps that do so many different things. I don't want seven or eight apps on my phone just to listen to podcasts. So right. I'm excited to see how it works. Yeah, I think that, you know, these kinds of distributions, I don't think that it's about, oh, my God, now I have to download this new app. I think this is really just about making the pie bigger kind of thing, where it's, it is just like what you're talking about, John, where there's people who really are not going to download a new app. They're just not going to do it. But there are existing people who do have already the Radio.com app on their phone. And having more access to this new stuff for them is going to be like, oh, cool, right? They don't have to do anything else. It's already coming in there. And I find that that's going to be, I feel, in the future, the thing that really grows almost anything. Because if I may veer off, slightly off topic, but kind of on topic, is that the accessibility of even just me being able to share the notes 
link with you guys really quickly and all of us kind of be able to collaborate together in there, knowing that I knew both of you guys were Mac users, I was able to do that super easily. And then I thought for a moment here, um, I had to turn my computer. It was really overheating. I think one of the apps or something was like running in the background and I didn't catch it. So I turned it off and I thought just for a moment, knock on wood, I'm going to knock right now. Okay. Um, The fact that what if my computer doesn't turn on is what I thought. And I was like, oh my gosh, how would I access recording? Because I'm off recording off the computer, but I thought I need to have another device that has access to notes. And I have currently bought uh, a Kindle Fire just to test Android stuff on it. And I thought, oh, I have a Kindle Fire that I could use. And I'm like, well, no, I can't because it doesn't have a notes app in it. So all that's another way of saying the more accessible we have, the things that we want in the places and the ways in which we use things is what's going to create a growth of you, you, the, the of, of both listening, information sharing, and being able to collaborate in new ways, as well as be able to easily share with our families and say like, oh my gosh, I just listened to this show about X. And then you can definitely tell them if you know they, they use the radio.com app, you could go, oh, you could find it on radio.com. Just search. How fun is that? Well, the thing that I love about this is a lot of people that want to listen to other radio stations that Let's just say, and I'm just going to use sports for an example. Let's say I'm a a fan of another uh, sports team that's not in my area. I can't listen. But with the Radio.com app, I can go to San Francisco and listen to the sports station out there. And then the the great thing about this is radio stations, because I hear them all the time, are advertising the Radio.com app. So they're going to go there for the radio station and then stumble across the podcasts. So then that's going to bring people that don't understand what podcasts are into the realm and they're going to probably like them better than they like radio. See, that's all good. That's all good. So it's really exciting. So that that's a big thing, you guys. So if you are a Lipson user, go ahead and go check out and add your show into the radio.com app. It seems to be absolutely seamless with no problems, as at least that not bigger problems. <laughs> and the only things that I've seen from people that is that it's not of it. And we weren't, we didn't make that very, very clear. It's, it's just one of those things that I think that we all need to be better at as a, as podcasters as a whole. We're just very US centric a lot of the time. And, and we forget that there's, there's a whole other world out there that is not the United States. So yes, add it and let us know what, it, what you think about that. That would be awesome. So Jen, what did you do this morning? You told me you shared something in Instagram stories. I did. I used, so I didn't share it into my story, but I saw after I'd shared it just to my regular feed that I could also share it into my story. I used the Castro clip sharing and it was awesome. It was easy to use. And this is probably going to be my new go-to way of sharing clips, not just from my podcast, but from the other podcasts that I'm listening to that really excite me where I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys need to hear this. It's so cool. It's so, so what Jen is referring to here too is she's talking about Castro, which is my favorite podcast app in the whole entire world. And they have added, and you, and we're going to be talking about my other favorite later on in the show because I want to get really deeper into what that does as well. But Castro, it's a podcast app for iOS and it is free with paid options and it gives you extra features and stuff like that. But this specific feature, which is clip sharing from within the app itself has just been released. So if you do have this, you guys can all check it out for free. Uh, So what it does is when you start to listen to a podcast episode or whatever, and let's say you really dig what the person is saying right there, just, you know, it's either super funny or something that you want your friend to listen to, or just some wisdom that you feel that you would like to share, whatever, anything like that. When you are inside of the app itself and you share it within the, um, the, the player itself, it pops up another little screen and, and then it, you can record it. So there's like, a, it looks like a little circle, like a red circle at the bottom and you, 
and you, t- I, I didn't figure this out at first because I did not read the instructions. There were like instructions sent because I'm in the beta for Castro. There were instructions sent and I did not read the instructions. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, clip sharing. I want to do that. And I couldn't figure it out in the first place. But you kind of have to tap on it in the same way that you would if you are recording for an Instagram story. You keep your your thumb on it or your finger on it. And it starts to, it, it kind of has a little circle around the record button where you can see what you're recording. And so what it does is it essentially captures the screen when you're doing that. And it captures the audio and all of the things. And it only goes up to a minute. After you're finished, uh, you can share it to wherever you want. You can share it to onto Twitter. You can send it in as a as an iMessage to somebody. You can put it inside of Instagram and Instagram stories or, or wherever it is that you want to do it. You can even just save it to your phone, which is what I've been doing. I've been saving some of these clips to my phone. And um, so and it also shows you inside of the image. It's it's time coded visually. So you can look at it and go, oh, that's at the. 41 minute mark or whatever and you can send it out and it's it for me it has been I've already shared like three or four coming from Castro because I'm like oh my god this is so easy and so cool and uh it, it really just grabs the podcasts the podcast artwork puts it out there super simple and you're kind of done with it and you can keep on listening so um it's essentially I think tools like this are not this is my own thought process. I would love to know, Jen, what you think about this. I think that tools like this from within a podcast app are a very powerful tool for the listener. It's not really a a producer tool. That's just my take on it. I think this is a listener tool that I feel we as podcasters really need to tell our people, hey, you can do this now to share our show. What do you think about that? I agree completely. I like the, as a producer, I like that I can go in and it's super easy to just take a little clip and it's got the video and it's easy to share in all the places. But as a listener, it's also super easy because when I get excited about something that I hear on a podcast, like I want to blast that out to the world. Like you guys got to hear this. This was fantastic. And I think it's an easy way to show that podcaster or that show a little podcast love on social media. It's so easy to do that because what do you, okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot here, Jen. What do you think is the difference? Okay. What is the difference between this new clip sharing thing from Castro and our sponsor, Wave.co? Well, I haven't used Wave.co. So just from seeing it, I mean, the the Wave.co looks cool from a user, just speaking strictly as a podcast listener. I'm going to use the thing in Castro because it's it's within the app already and it's super easy. I don't have to leave what I'm doing to go someplace else. So from a usability standpoint, I love Castro. Absolutely. I, and that's like, I think that that's the difference there, that some of these other uh, web clippers, thingy majiggers in the apps themselves are made for the listener. The one that you guys will see over on the Shoe Podcast Super Squad, which you can get into for $5 a month. On our Patreon. Um, the one that you see there, <laughs> that's really made, it's more for marketing purposes that are very directed and very strategic for the producer side of things. Like, exactly. I want to draw your attention to my podcast, to my thought leadership, to what I have to say. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, it's a little bit more about your brand you can mm-hmm. you get your colors, you can change the images, you can change the look, you can have it transcribed. Like there's all of this extra stuff that you can create as a another aspect of your digital marketing folder or whatever you want to do. Whereas the clip sharing feature, it really is about social sharing from the listener sides. It's like the way that we would very easily retweet somebody or very easily um, take a picture of something that we love in a Target, (laughs) you know, and you just share it with your friends or, oh my God, I can't believe I just found this thing or a book that we found. Like it's more about, oh my gosh, check this out, guys. This is so cool versus a very directed marketing tool that we're using for, for it. What do you think, John? Yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. Producers will use Wave.co, where everyday podcast listeners will grab 
that off the app. Now, I have jealousy because I switched to the Android. So no Android phone has those capabilities. And I got to tell you, it's like when I find something or someone says something on a podcast I love, the first thing I want to do is share it. I want to send it out and say, oh, my God, you got to listen to this because this is amazing. You got to hear this. And I don't have that capability now. And I don't know any podcast listeners is going to go grab that audio. It's just too much. But right there yeah. in the app, you can grab it, send it as a tweet, send it as a, you know, Instagram, make it a story, and you can share that. And then people are going to hear that, and it's, you're going to hear one minute, and you're going to go, oh, I could hear the rest of this. And you're going to click on that thing, mm-hmm. and you're going to go find it, and you're going to go listen to that. I think it's it's an amazing way to promote podcasting from the, your listeners, Yeah, it's going to be really cool. And we're going to be getting into a little more specifics here with some data that I'm going to be talking about in the tooltips. But before we get inside of the tooltips, we do have another sponsor for this episode, which I think goes right on because speaking of data, say hello to our uh, to chartable.com. And Thank you, Chartable.com, for bringing us this episode. So Chartable, what Chartable does is it helps podcasters understand, grow, and monetize their audiences because most of us kind of are always obsessed about this kind of stuff. And Chartable's podcasting tools are used uh, by over 10,000 podcasters from like the smallest indie podcaster to the top networks driving millions of downloads. And so if you have a podcast, you can sign up for Chartable Podcast Analytics Okay, so this is a separate thing, a chartable podcast analytics to track chart rankings and reviews from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher across over 150 countries. And you can join hundreds of podcasters using Chartable's new smart links to figure out which marketing channels drive listener growth, which a lot of people actually really want to know. Chartable smart links are trackable URLs that automatically route listeners to your podcast in their favorite apps, counting both clicks and downloads. So you can sign up for Chartable Podcast Analytics for free right now over at Chartable.com. Now, you guys, I don't really have too much insight into Chartable at this moment because I have not played with it at all. It sounds kind of interesting. And as you know, most of us are really into trying to figure out where people are coming from, where they're going, and how your podcast is growing and all of that kind of stuff. And maybe in the future, we'll go a little bit deeper into how to actually use this, not just to waste your time. (laughs) Because... Because most people like to look at stats and go, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got another download. Oh, my God, oh, my God, did you see that? And it's not, but they're not doing anything with it. So I think that this is, this, and it might be really good to see it all in one place. One thing that I think that it might answer some questions, I don't know, Jen, if you've seen over in She Podcast, how many times you get somebody to go that goes, Oh, I had a couple of people say that they left me a review on my show, but I don't see it. Oh, my God. How long does it take? (laughs) It happens. My God, it's crazy. So what's really neat about Chartable is that they're able, because I don't know if you guys know this, but this is just a little, little bit of information. If wherever, whatever country you're in, whatever that person's country is, and you leave a review for your show, like let's say somebody in China is listening to our show and they leave a review we won't be able to see that review on our own iTunes desktop or even inside of the Apple Podcast app on the phone. So here in the United States, we won't see that. It doesn't matter when they left it or how many there are. We won't be able to see it. The only way to see it is if you are, I'm not sure if you can do this in Apple Podcast. I am sorry, I have not checked that. But in iTunes desktop, there is a little place where you could toggle the country inside of the desktop app and you can move it from country to country and then you can see that there are there's other information there so your rankings change per country your um reviews and your um whatever those little stars your stars your ratings also change per country so what chartable does that's nice is that you're able to see that in one place without having to toggle and I may be wrong, but um, sometimes those uh, reviews, I think that they go in f- into the system faster than they are shown to the world. And therefore, you might be able to see these in just one place and just be happy that you're getting all these reviews and stuff. So, <laughs> yay. 
How about that? Um, I am asking since Jen, you haven't used Chartable. Have I you? have not. At least from what you shared. So we will ask all of you guys, all of audience people, to send in some audio feedback that would be cool over to feedback at cheappodcast.com that maybe shares some of your experience in using Chartable since it is free and you guys can maybe report to us how in what way you are using it and how it's adding to your uh, podcasting bliss. How about that? <laughs> I love it. I'm definitely going to check it out. I'll report back. Yes, please. Send, and send in some audio feedback, Jen, because that would be cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so let's move to some tool tips. Elsie's tool tips. I love that Jess is still on the show, even though she's not on the show because of these little bits. It makes me happy. All right. So we are actually keeping into the same, into the same discussion because now I'm going to talk about the overcast clip sharing feature. It's essentially exactly the same thing we just talked about with Castro. So Overcast is the number three app. So just to let you guys know a little bit of a difference in in terms of that. Overcast is the number three app in podcast consumption out there. So the number one app is Apple Podcasts. The number two app at this moment is Spotify. And then comes Overcast. So Overcast is very highly used. Castro, even though it's one of my most favorite apps in the entire world, and I actually, it's like, it literally is right up there with anything else. I think it's one of my top three apps that I use, and it absolutely is something that I'm, I live in most of the day, every day. Sadly, most people don't do that. I don't know why, because people are using Overcast a lot more. So Castro is like in the 1% tile of usage, I think. And then Castro is the number three. So uh, Castro is part of the top, um, I think that the top 10 clump. So Overcast has this feature. But here's the difference with Overcast clip sharing. Okay, guys, so still you get one minute of the audiogram. So you still get only one minute when you share. It's almost exactly the same thing, but you don't do the little record part of it. It's got a little bit of a different workflow within it. And there will be all kinds of links in the show notes. So what I feel Marco did brilliantly for this, and I've already reached out to the Castro folks and told them why I feel Marco's is superior, is because when you share the audio, the little audio clip from within Overcast, not only does it have the audio clip in there and the visual, in the visual, it also has the little buttons for Apple Podcasts and for Overcast. So it has two. Mind you, Overcast is also iOS only. But here's where it, it gets really amazing, is that it also shares the time-coded link to that episode, okay? So Castro does not do that. Castro shares just the video. So when it shares out the video, there is no link component. It only has the actual media file, that is added to wherever it is that you send it. For Overcast, it has the time-coded link to the episode in the Overcast web browser because if you don't have Overcast, and, and okay, I'm going to stop right there because I'm going to back up a little bit. It has for, for the web feature, it goes in there, but it also has the audio file in there or like the video file because it's a video file in there. Why that's a game changer is because if I share a clip for the, you know, one of the episodes that I've been listening to that I want you to listen to as well, you can listen to that clip right there and only listen to whatever one minute I shared. But you also have the option to listen to the whole episode with one click. And here's where your mind will blow. When you click through the Overcast link, Marco has made it incredibly easy to tap on whatever app you are using and you love from that link so that it, you don't get stuck just listening to that one minute. 
You also don't get stuck using Overcast if you don't have it. So even there, John, if you want to click onto that Twitter,、uh, I, I put a, a, our tweet that Marco actually tweeted out for the feed, which was amazing. He did that in during Mother's Day, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's the best Mother's Day gift I've ever gotten." Overcast,、uh, Marco,、uh, the the creator and developer of Overcast, he shared a tweet for the feed, my other show. So if you click on that, John, on that Twitter link, and you see that there's another l- link there, my understanding there is if you click through that, you're going to be able to then continue listening to that episode via your Android device in whatever app you want there, unless he hasn't added Android. What do you think, John? Just so you know, not only did I I saw that I used my Android phone, I tapped on it, and it did take me to the a web browser, and I could listen to the show. I could listen to the clip, but this whole show was there. So if I wanted to, I could have scrubbed back to the beginning and listened to the whole show. So yeah, these are game changers. These that what they're doing right now with podcast apps. It's great for the listener, but it is really really good for the podcaster. It's free advertisement. So if you make something that's like、mm-hmm. blows people's mind, and they definitely want to share it, now they have the capability of doing that on iOS. Us. Lowly Android users, we're still out in the cold. We need somebody to step up and do this for Android. I have a feeling either、uh, I think Pocket Cast, I'm sure, will do it, or Podcast Addict, one of those two, because those are two really awesome apps. I'm sure that they're going to bring you bringing it to the table. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying they have to now. But that's why I think that the Marco Overcast clip sharing is a bigger game changer than Castro is. Because you can listen to the whole, like with one click, you can do exactly what you said, John. You can listen to the little clip itself, or you can step into it.、Um, what do you think, Jen, about that? I love it, I, and it's exactly what John said. It's making it easier for listeners to actually access the entire episode and listen to the whole thing, because it's just a pain. So you hear this great clip, if you can't access it from right within the app. Or from that link, then you've got to go back into your podcast app. You've got to remember to go back into your、mm-hmm. podcast app if you don't do it right then. And chances are, you know, you're driving, you're walking the dog, you're doing something else besides just looking at your phone. But to have the ability to play it from right within there, yeah, total game changer. It's insane. And so I have some backup, and I have shared this in this in the She Podcast Super Squad, and I actually did a whole hour. In She Podcast Super Squad, talking about this game-changing thing on how to track your apps, but I want to describe to you guys the images that I have in our show notes. Right, so the images that I have in our show notes, I took a screenshot of of episode one forty two essentially, and the reason that I put that in there is because I wanted you to know that you can actually track the growth or podcast downloads, if you will, from a tweet because Marco tweeted. This, I'm going to put a link to his tweet in our show notes so that you guys can check it out, okay, for the other show, so that you can see what he tweeted out. And so I have two separate screenshots here. One of them is a graph, like a linear graph, and it shows you, like, on May. Let me see, May six, I released episode one forty three of the feed. And we usually get, you know, a little bit over a thousand downloads or something like that for those two days that we release that show, which generally shows a big spike because that's what happens when you release your latest episode. Usually, that's where you get the biggest amount of downloads is within the first one or two days because it's a big spike. Everybody is listening to your show, and then it goes down. And usually, what tends to happen is like you get that big spike, and then the downloads stay down and kind of low until you release a new episode again, and then it spikes up. That's like normal. So what happened when Marco tweeted out? So I, I released episode one forty three, and we got that big spike. Then he, Marco, was listening to episode one forty two of the feed, which was one before that. He tweeted that out on May twelfth,、uh, I think, or yeah, somewhere around May twelfth. And on that day, there was a yet another over one thousand download day that we had. And I went inside of our stats, and I have another screenshot where you could see definitely what episode it is that's being hit over and over again. And it's episode one forty two. So it wasn't episode one forty three, which we had released before, but it was episode one forty two. And the reason we got so many people 
downloading that show or tapping onto that and listening to, uh, you know, at least a minute of it or maybe the rest of the show, which, of course, we don't get that data deliberately from Overcast. But there was like a huge, huge spike of people listening to episode 142. And the thing that tracked it back to that was that tweet from Marco. And obviously, Marco Arment is internet famous, if you will. You know, he is very well known. He's he, He's got a lot of Twitter followers. He's a thought leader in the space. And so when he shares something, most people pay attention. So it was really amazing for us to be able to look that through that one tweet of his and people possibly retweeting it, we were able to get, at least from that day, 796 hits on that. On that. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. So that's why I feel that overcast clip sharing is more of a game changer than the caster clip sharing, even though it's the same feature. And I, for one, I'm a lover of Castro. It's still my number one place to to listen. I mean, it's really hard for me to to switch out. Um, and I do listen to podcast and Overcast. I do have a list, a playlist, and a way in which I work Overcast into my podcast listening. So those are my two my two apps that I use all the time. But I am very partial to Castro. It's what it's where I go to. It's where I do a lot of my personal stuff. Usually, I do a lot of my work stuff related into uh, Overcast. And so, uh, but the Overcast link. Just with that other link, the other permalink there that gives access to that file from right there. And for you to essentially with one or two taps, be able to subscribe to the show in the app that you love, not somewhere else, is is just, it's mind-blowing to me. So I want that. I want Castro to do that. If Castro does that, I don't know what I would do. I... <laughs> I think I'd be like, oh my, I don't even know. Maybe I should send them cookies. How can we get those guys to do it? You guys, I already emailed you. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> what do you want? Cookies and milk, chocolate, beer. Isn't it like when no. your super, super customers tell you what they want? I mean, isn't that the best kind of feedback you can have as a company? It's like, hey, see what these guys did? Do this. Because I need this, and I don't want to use their app. I want to use your app. So please yeah. do this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Maybe they'll. Maybe if they'll get more people asking, it would be great. Because I mean, because I'm not saying that it's not a good thing, right? I think. I think at this point, sharing clips like that is going to end up being the norm. But there are going to be differentiators where it's the ease of actual consumption of the entire episode with with the least amount of of obstacles to be able to do it, just like Jen was talking about. I mean, Jen, I know you share a lot of your podcast listening in your Instagram stories and on your and your feed. And I can't tell you how many times I have seen that and said, oh, I really want to listen to that. That's cool. But then my in, two seconds later, I forgot. Right. I just, I forgot. I just forgot. And it's not that I don't want to No, And it has nothing to do with that. I don't respect what you're sharing. Like none of that. I think if it was, if you shared and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to put that on my, I could even add a Jen Eads like podcast episode playlist <laughs> on one of my apps just because she's sharing it and I could just go like, oh, Jen was listening to this. Oh, Jen was listening to this. And I could, if I could do it with one tip, one tap and add it to my existing podcast listening, it, I would be like, oh, my God, this is the best. <laughs> I'm curating my own playlist based on people's opinions that I love. Right. Okay, I want so that. Speak it into existence, Elsie. Oh, God. I know. If somebody's listening, do that. Do that, because that's all I want. Oh, my God. All right. So I'm doing a little in-show <sighs> producing. And what I did was I went over okay. to Marco's Twitter account, and I started looking okay. at some of the shows that he saw use this. Okay? And then he uh -huh. retweeted it. And here's just one show that he saw retweeted it. Just from his retweet, 3,168 views off of his retweet of 
somebody using the share function of Overcast. That's more than I would get if I sent anything out on my feed. If somebody yeah. you get somebody big to share your show or that clip, or if you had an interview with somebody that was somewhat famous and they share, and then you put that up where they were talking about something and then they shared that. Honestly, if when people start to incorporate this, it's going to be game changing. Absolutely. I saw, when was it? If from our friend over at Pod News, I know that he just sent, oh gosh, I was just looking. So if you have, maybe I'll put a link to, over to podnews.com where he talks about this because the lead headline within that was Castro releases audio clip, right? That was the lead headline. But within the context of the of Pod News, that specific newsletter, within it, it he had some data as to overcast shares, like he he had like a Twitter search of all the overcast shares for for um, podcasts, and it was like mind blowing. It was it was huge. So this again, this is a game changer. But again, I am imploring to all of you podcast app creators who are employing the clip feature. Thank you so much, number one, for doing that and taking the time. But. The real differentiator is that there is a link attached to that so that they can access it in the same way or maybe an iteration because you guys are all geniuses of what Marco is doing where you can get to the time-coded file on a web browser or whatever, but it has a landing page where if you scroll down, it has everybody else's podcast app there. And I know it seems like, oh gosh, in the same way that we all feel a little less abundant if we're sharing somebody else's stuff that we can also do ourselves. I think that this is going to be a win for everybody. So it, people will discover your app and maybe want to love your app, but if they really love their app, they are still going to listen to it on their app and it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We all raise everybody else up. So please guys, all app developers, please, please add a, an extra link in there where people can go into the file itself so that they can easily subscribe to the show or add the entire episode to their podcast app for listening. That's like bottom line game changer for everybody else. Everybody loves those little audiograms. But if you only can listen to the one minute and then you still have to go out of your way to go find it in your app of choice without that extra ease of link, it's not going to be quite as powerful as the Overcast app uh, feature. And that's a game changer. Thank you so much, Marco, for doing that. I really appreciate you doing that in that way. It's amazing. So now I think that everybody that's listening needs to go and share this little clip of Elsie's request <laughs> and tag all of the app makers and share the yes. request. Let's make it happen. That would be so fantastic. Oh, my God. Yes. So I think that, you know, we're kind of closing the show here, but I just want to share one last thing, Jen, before we leave um, is is that we, as she podcasts, have started to use a new way to kind of wrangle all of our show notes and our internal documents and what else, like uh, databases and images and uh, the way that I share the workflow after I finish the show with a new app, Jen. I don't know if you know about this, but it might just people out there who are using this, please send us feedback as well. It is Notion. Do you know about Notion? I don't. Do tell. It's terrifying. Oh my gosh, Notion. <laughs> Elsie knows all the things. She does know all the things. And, and I was playing with Notion and I would screw it up all the time. So when she said she was going to Notion, I was like, oh no, I hope I don't ruin their Notion. Like I'm afraid to touch anything in there now. Like I open it up. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even touch. I'm just reading and scrolling. I'm not clicking on anything. I'm afraid because it is, it's so powerful. It is a blank sheet of canvas that you can do anything with. Anything you can think of, you can do in Notion as soon as you know how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that Jess, Jess actually, I shared it with her, right? And she, I could see her jumping up and down through the phone. Just, oh my God, because it melds like Trello. Asana, Google Docs, any kind of CRM program that you have, 
a wiki, all of that into one thing. And, oh, what's the other? There's another app, too, that's out there that does kind of what this does. That's a Airtable. Uh, That's another one. So it does all of that in one thing. And so I've been using it personally. I have a personal Notion account. We have a She Podcast team account. And now, and Lipson is also using it as well for internal, intra-communications in there. And I cannot tell you how my mind, like it does all the things. Like when you find that thing where you could, it's like when you have redesigned your bedroom and it has all of the bits and pieces that you need for storage, like your closet is completely redone and you know that your sweaters go here and your shoes go there and your coats go here. And this is really accessible for your t-shirts and your socks and, and, and you have all the places. It has a, a, a place for all the things. That's what Notion is. That sounds magical. The thing is, though, you could run your whole podcast yeah. from this with a with multiple hosts, and you could have your show notes just a page where you drag in everything. If you saw a YouTube video or your audio clips or anything, anything you could think of, there was an article that I saw. You drag all this into this page, but then there's more. There's checklists that you can make. <laughs> you can put text in there. It's and and then when you're done. You could basically use that as your show notes template in a way. Nice. As soon as I can figure it out. All right. (laughs) It does take some time, at least for me, it took some time to figure out. Like I had to, I I watched some videos on YouTube. Like I didn't find any podcasts that were at this moment solely focused on Notion conversations. Like I, I, I found some some episodes that mentioned Notion for like 15, 20 minutes, you know, and they kind of talked about how they were using it. But I haven't found any podcast. I don't want a whole podcast on Notion. I just want an episode, like if somebody covered it, that would be great. So if anybody knows, if anybody covered Notion on their show, please send it to me. I want to listen. But I watched, I did a lot of Google video watching and I'm just blown away because you can do all the things like you could do project management in there. You can do all your to do list. You can do everything that I put on my bullet journal. You can add it all in there. You can have like reference, like reference stuff that I have put in there. Uh, one thing that I'm going to start to use it now for was I never knew where to put all like testimonials because oh. sometimes testimonials come unsolicited from places. Like you get a tweet, like somebody like Jen, Jenny is the best producer of audio ever in the whole world. I love her. I don't know if I would have been able to do my show without her. Like if somebody says that, like on a tweet, you, you can copy and paste it, but it's like, I, I, I've i done that and I don't know where I put it. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, where do I put that stuff? Like I put, I put testimonials in so many different places because I always start to put them somewhere and then I forget where I put them. So I now can have them there. And what's really cool is that there is, you, you use t- like blocks. Like I think if people have been using um, something like Squarespace or the new WordPress uh, the newest WordPress release there, people are using these little block things where you can do an HTML block or a text blocks or an image block or something like that. And you can drag it. And that's kind of how it works, but it also incorporates things like tweets. So if I put like, what's really cool, if I put a URL in there and I just copy and paste and put the URL, it automatically asks you, do you want to create that as a bookmark in quote? And what it does is it makes it visually pretty like it gives you like a tiny little image on the side and it and it just makes it visually look nicer than just a plain old link and if you put a tweet in there it automatically knows that it's a tweet url and it says do you want to make it a tweet what whatever and then it actually embeds it into the page so you can see the tweet but it also has a link out to the tweet so anyway it's it's amazing. And the docs, you can you can also embed Google Docs. So like, let's say you have stuff happening with the team and everybody's using the Google Doc, but you want to keep a reference inside of Notion. Like you want to put it like in a folder, you can put it all in there and then visually you can see the doc because it's embeddable. You can see what's in it, but you can just tap on it and it automatically takes you to the original. Yeah. Anything from Google Drive, a spreadsheet, a form, Anything that they have that you can take and embed, you can put that in here as soon as I learn how to use it. (laughs) 
how do you organize things in it? So is there a way like to use folders and things like that? Yeah, it is via folders. So okay. it's kind of like nested folders. You could do nested folders, but you can also create workspaces. So if you have like, if you have a workspace for, let's say your production schedule, you're, you're produ- producing one of the shows that you're doing, mm-hmm. let's say that, right? So you've got um, a, a workspace for whatever show you're working on, and then you have all the things. You have a checklist for that specific show. You've got like the, you know, the the maybe like all their audio files in one place. Even if it's like in Google Drive or Dropbox or something, you can just put the links in there and it's Ooh. all accessible via there. And so when you go in there, it's all in one place and you know that that's what you're dealing with. And it visually, you can you can make it as visually appealing to you. So... You can have three separate columns. You can have two columns. You can have it all going down the list. Oh, oh my gosh, Jen. And then then it has this other thing. It's got a calendar. You can create calendars in there. No. You can create calendar as many as smelly calendar as smelly <laughs> as many calendars as you want. So what I've been doing for social media for Lipson now, which is like have has been incredible, is that I just I just have a a clean calendar, just like with nothing on it. I just go inside the calendar and I will really quickly write some ideas off of the top of my head of the things that that will go on that day. And let's say, you know, every Friday we do Rock and Lips and Podcasts. I mean, sorry, Promote the Tart of Yourself Friday, every Friday. So I know that that's there. And so I can very easily add that. But whenever you add just one feature, like let's say I I put that in there inside the calendar, in the calendar, it also creates an entire page out of that. So let's say later on the week, I go, oh, I have a new image. I can add it in there. I can put the text in there. I can tag it in there. I can put um, any any other links that go along with it that are new within that specific app. I can build out just that one little calendar thing to be as rich and full of anything as I want. It can have the everything inside it. And the key feature for this is that you have different views. So let's say you want it to be in a calendar way, but then later on, I want to look and go, oh gosh, I want to see all of the Promote the Tart of Yourself Friday posts in here so that I can refer back to whatever, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason I want to refer back. I can very easily toggle a view to only show me that in a in whatever however form I want it to like as a Trello board as a, a caban is that what it's called Kanban I don't know like as as a kind of like a Trello thing or as a list or as a form like you and it does does it on its own you don't have to do anything I'm so excited I couldn't tell <laughs> oh my god it's, it's so cool anybody who's using Notion please share. And if you want to know more about how I'm using it, I'm happy to do a little bit of how I'm organizing it. Because as John keeps saying, you kind of do need to have an idea of what you want to do with it. You don't go in there and automatically know what the heck, right? So I did do at least a week myself, because I didn't, uh, Jess did not do this. She totally just opened up and started using it and importing stuff into it. Oh, that's the other thing. You can import from Trello existing boards and things. You can just import it and it does it. Like it it looks exactly the same as it did in Trello. It's crazy. So anyway, you can do that. But what I did is I watched videos. I got to know the functionality. And then I took out a actual notebook and I started to create the places or the things that I wanted to add to Notion in a physical form. And I drew it out so that I could go like, okay, this is how I want to build it. These are my workspaces or these are the folders that I want to have in there. And this is what I want to put in there. Because if not, you kind of go in there and you don't know what it's like. It, again, it's like, you know, here's an empty canvas. Go. <laughs> you walk in and it's so. it's overwhelming. But what I was messing with this before Elsie and Jess started using it. So I have one where it's John's playground where I just go in and I can destroy it and make it and do this. So then Elsie says, we're going to start using it. So then she sent me an email and then I said, accept. And then all of a sudden, if I go into my workspaces, I look and there's the She Podcast workspaces. Boom, it's there. So then I can do that. Then I can click from there to John's playground so I can see what they're doing. Like, oh, let me try that on my playground. 
I'll go in there and I'll go, oh, no, I just screwed that up. No, that's not how we do that. Then I erase it. <laughs> and then I start all over again. But it, I mean, again, it's just does so much that you're sitting there and you go, uh, uh, you just you're overwhelmed. You don't know where to start or where to go. And I don't think there's enough. And again, I got to say something to Notion. You make this amazing product. You think maybe you could teach us how to use it? Like, why do I have to watch some other guy well, who's using this teach me how no, to? No, dude, they do. Have you seen it? Have you seen their Notion no. stuff? No. They do. Where? They do have all this stuff. They got it. They have like a, all these please put a sh- tutorials. Please, please put a link in the show notes so I can find it so I can learn how to use this amazing tool. Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm just saying, it. I have no idea. I totally will do it. I totally, for- yeah. Oh my gosh. Here's yes. this amazing thing. Don't break do it. it. I'm, I'm afraid to touch anything in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll send you the stuff. No, the Notion team actually does have a really, a huge amount of, of tutorials in there. There are like, it's amazing stuff. And also, interestingly enough, for all of you guys that are possibly being onboarded to this, that decide you want to open up a Notion account, I want you to really notice what the team at Notion has done to make sure that you are 100% okay with using this tool because it is a very comp- it's it's it is a mind changing it's 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 amazing it's so rich and full and complex and all the things but at the same time Maybe there might be some people who are a little too overwhelmed with the power of the tool. So they make sure in the onboarding process that they really make that clear to people. Um, one of the things is, you know, you can import everything from Evernote into this. You can import all of your data into this from a lot of different places because they've made it that strong. The problem is that if you're used to using something like Evernote, there are going to be some change differences that you need to first understand. So it's not something like you're like, oh my God, now I'm just going to use Notion. No, you import your data and then you start to mess around and then you go like, oh, I see how this works. Oh, I see how that works so that you don't mess things up. And also the team tells you to use it for at least 30 days, to use it for 30 days, to like really give it a go, to make sure you go in there so that it, so that you know if this is the tool for you. Because it's not, again, it's not for everybody. And uh, like anything else, I feel that I'm really excited by it. And as you know, Jen, I've been very excited by very many different things all the time. I use so many different tools, but I'm also really happy to let go of things when they're no longer working for me. And I'm also really happy to go back to the simple stuff, right? Because there's sometimes where I want to make more complexity when it's not necessary. The reason that I f- I'm feeling Notion is a game changer for me is because it it actually, again, it's working the way my brain works. It's why I love Castro so much because Castro works the way my brain works. Now, I don't have to like make my brain work like an app does. It actually is the other way around. So whenever I find a tool that my brain is okay with, then that's my favorite versus me having to learn how to make it all work for the tool. Does that make sense? And that's why I think Notion works because every single time I go, oh, I wish I could just do this. It does it. (laughs) Like I just, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. I wish I could just make a list and make it do that. Oh, oh, okay. Like every single time I've had an idea of, I wish, I wish I could make my data do this. It does it. So I've been very impressed by the entire process. So half of the audience is now terrified and half of the audience is intrigued yes. because half of the audience is like, oh, my God, this sounds so powerful. So so, so exactly what Elsie was saying. But so if I could bring it from analog to digital. So in other words, if you had a whiteboard and you took a, a marker and you said, OK, I want my podcast workflow to do this. I want to contact someone to interview and then go through this whole thing. You could put everything on the board and then look at the board and then transfer that into Notion with graphs and, 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 and everyone in your team could use it and that would work. Now, again, I would say start small and build out. Just start with maybe a to-do list and drag in your articles and stuff like that and then learn different things and go, oh, okay. And then what, what's great about this is then you can just take and make it happen. And I know it's when I say make it happen, it's like, well, that, what does that mean? 
It means exactly what it says. You just take it and make it happen. It does it. I don't know how or why, but it does it. So that took a long, much longer time because I got very excited to show it. I thought it was going to be a quick, oh, here, I'm just, just talk about this real quick. Yeah, uh, 13 minutes later. So anyway, <laughs> I think it's time for us to like close the show uh, on that note. Um, we have a lot more coming from shepodcast.com slash live. Sadly, Jess is not here to give you some updates and I haven't gotten but much more, but I know that she will be letting us know about more speakers that are coming to the table. I know the speaker forms or, or being able to apply for speakers is coming to an end here very, very soon. So I'll put that, those links in the show notes. But if you want to uh, apply to speak for shepodcast.com slash live, please do so as soon as you hear this. I hope that I I hope that it's still open by that time. And if you do want to sign up for the She Podcast Super Squad, where Jess and I do a one hour Q&A every single week, guys, every single week for $5 a month. It's insane the kinds of things that we talk about in there. And part of it is that we do give you sort of high level stuff in there that you can really implement $5 a month. I mean, come on, you could do it. I will say it's five of the best dollars I spend. Isn't it? I mean, give me a break. It's five dollars a month. How much is they is that? It's like pennies. <laughs> it's so it's like it. a cup of coffee with your best friend. It's so I'm serious. It's so worth it. Like even just for me watching Jess talk about some of the marketing stuff and having some insight into some of the things that we talk about, it's just worth it. But anyway, so go to over to patreon.com slash you podcast, I believe, to sign up five dollars a month. Thank you so much. Jen Eads, where can we find you, love? Instagram is my jam. So I'm typically hanging Yay. out there at Brassy Broad Jen, and, you know, I will be sharing lots of uh, links now from podcasts that I'm listening to <laughs> using Overcast or using Castro, depending on... Or using Castro. Yeah. Who knows? And I'll be buried in Notion. Some feedback on Chartable, too. Oh, absolutely. I have a lot of homework from this episode. You know... <laughs> You thought it was just going to be easy. Just going to come right. sit in here, talk a I little know. bit. Now there's things to do. Yeah, I didn't know you guys were going to give I me know. homework. But that's the way it goes when you come on G-Podcast. So I uh, hope you guys, uh, Jess is going to be back next week. If all goes well. And um, we will, yeah, just next week. Yay, yay. And so love you. Mean it. Yay. It's awesome. Woohoo. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.